The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Raising Good Humans Bonus, where I'm having a sponsor episode, Just Thrive. Just Thrive is an awesome supplement company, and today we're talking about probiotics and prebiotics. And for a limited time, you can save 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic or Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com with the promo code HUMANS. This conversation is with the founder of Just Thrive, who's getting into the benefits of probiotics and prebiotics and what supplements are important, particularly for gut health. Tina, you created Just Thrive about just over 10 years ago. Can you just tell us what your standard is for these vitamins, which I take myself? Yeah. So we are very, very based, very much based in research and science. We have double blind human clinical trials, which is pretty much unheard of in the supplement space. You don't see that very often. You see a lot of borrowed science in supplements, particularly probiotic strains. They take studies that were done on a particular strain, let's say of probiotics, and then they take a generic strain of that and use that science. So I like to call that borrowed science. So one of the things that really distinguishes us is our ability to do studies on our actual formulation, the actual strains that are used in our product, which is really, really unique. I really don't know of any other probiotic company. I don't know of any other supplement company that's doing studies on their actual formulation, which is really exciting for us. Okay. So I'm obsessed with probiotics and want to ask about it because I went to, I was at Aspen Ideas Festival before the pandemic. So it must have been, I think it was like five years ago. And I heard a talk on just how important probiotics were, but that the research is obviously always, there's not, you know, like we're, we're always trying to understand the research more clearly. But what I heard was that it's really hard to get probiotics that actually go into your gut because of all of the reasons that you understand. Can you like go into that a little bit, the importance of probiotics and the difference between a probiotic that actually gets into your system and a probiotic that maybe is just not doing the job? Yeah. And I'm so glad to hear that you went to an event that's talking about gut health and probiotics because it really is foundational for health. I mean, this is where we start with health is our gut. Our gut is dictating virtually all aspects of our overall health. I mean, it's hard to find any condition out there, you know, that is not associated with a gut imbalance. We tend to think of gut imbalances like gastrointestinal issues like gas or bloating, diarrhea, constipation. And those are certainly signs you have some gut imbalance going on. But what we're starting to see now what the research is very clear on is that skin issues are associated with gut health. Allergies are associated with gut health. Autoimmune issues are associated with gut health. All of our like mental health issues, anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's, dementia, all of these things that we were never associating with our gut are truly, you know, stemming from our gut imbalance. And so one of the key tools in helping us support our gut are probiotics because probiotics are the friendly bacteria. So we have friendly bacteria that we want to support in our gut because in our gut, we have this ecosystem, a combination of pathogenic or bad bacteria or beneficial or good bacteria. And the key is we do not want the overgrowth of that bad bacteria in our gut. We want to be focusing on the good bacteria and having, having that good bacteria take over 
the bad bacteria. We're not looking to like get rid of all of the bad bacteria. It's part of the ecosystem. It's just that we want the beneficial bacteria to really be thriving in our gut. And so the key is to get probiotics that go in there and actually support the gut. And going in there, one of the biggest differences with probiotics is their ability to survive. Like you said, that ability to get it from the grocery store or online, swallow it, get it into your intestines alive. To be defined as a probiotic, it needs to arrive alive in the intestines. And the overwhelming majority of probiotics on the market just aren't meeting that first part of the definition. They just are not surviving the gastric system. We know the stomach is meant to be the gastric barrier. It's very, very acidic. It'll burn your finger if we touch the acid in our stomach. So the biggest key is to find a probiotic strain that has the ability to make its way from when you swallow it all the way down when it hits the intestines and through that stomach, through the gastric system and that acidic environment. So the strains that we work with that we have researched and and really focused on are called spore-based probiotics. These are, we were complete disruptors when we came to the market 10 years ago. The spore-based probiotics actually have this endospore shell around themselves. They're not a mushroom spore. They have this endospore shell around themselves that allows them to naturally survive the gastric system. They naturally survive the stomach. And that is really the biggest difference between, I mean, the overwhelming majority of probiotics out there are just, I mean, 90% of them are having difficulty getting to the intestines alive. And so that's why we've decided to work with the spores. Like I said, they're not a mushroom spore. They just have this endospore shell around themselves. And the really unique thing about this is like we evolved with these spores. These, like when our, ancestors used to eat off the land. They would eat roots and tubers off the land and they would get these bacteria. They would get the soil. And within that soil were these spore bacteria. It's the way we evolved. We weren't really meant to get the lactobacillus and bifidobacterium, which is what you kind of see on the market. We weren't meant to get those other than during childbirth. You know, when we give birth, you pass on, your child is inoculated with your gut bacteria that's when you get your lactobacillus and bifidobacterium strains. But our, we, were, we evolved to get spore bacteria to help support our gut microbiome. Do they need to be refrigerated? And if they don't need to be refrigerated, like how does that work? Yeah. Oh, I love when people ask me this question because we have seen this where people will say, oh, you know, make sure you get your probiotic in the refrigerator because it, you know, if it's in the refrigerator, it means it's alive. Well, that's one of the biggest myths out there because if a probiotic needs to be refrigerated, it means it can't withstand the room temperature of the store shelf. So if this probiotic sat on the room on the store shelf at room temperature, it would die. That's why it needs to be refrigerated. So what in the world happens when you take it home from the store and then you swallow it and your body is obviously much warmer than room temperature, so it's 98.6, and the answer is they're going to die. And then even if they don't die because of your temperature, then they, you know, will hit the gastric system and then will die off with the stomach acid in there. And so, yeah, I, I always say like a probiotic doesn't need to be alive in the refrigerator. It needs to be alive in your intestines. And so that's what we really want to focus on, a probiotic that actually gets to the intestines alive and stays there alive, that works through the intestinal tract. <laughs> it's, it is, when you really think about it, kind of gross sounding, but you're so used to it. <laughs> I'm so used to it. Um, I talk about bowel movements, all that kind of stuff all the time. So if you are taking probiotics and you have also a gummy form of probiotics, so are they as effective? Because it's easier with young people to obviously 
have the gummy version, but I've always wondered, is it as effective? Yeah. It doesn't have as much of the strains in there, uh, the dosage, but it is incredibly effective. I mean, it's funny because I kicked and screamed and I didn't want to launch a gummy for so long because I just wanted everyone to get the most dosage, exact, you know, the most right? effective. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But I have learned that compliance is more important than, you know, because people will just not take it then. And so it's and way people. better. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, mean, I have I've a compliance a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you could admit it, right? It's yeah. like, so now we've got the gummy for you. And and the gummies are so good and they have been selling like gangbusters because of that. So, but I mean, if you are, if you don't have a problem swallowing pills, I mean, I guess I would probably defer to the, to the, to the capsule, but version. yeah, but the gummies are great for kids. They're great for adults that don't like to swallow capsules or that have trouble with compliance, whatever it might be, but it's a great option. And I'm just, I'm happy that I finally, you know, opened my mind and allowed us to launch a gummy version. Because it's the exact same strains. It's the same strains, just a little bit less of the dosage. And is that true in general with vitamins? Like, is the gummy not first pass, like best option, but if it's between that and not doing it, get the gummy? I would say probably, yeah. I think most, I I think you're probably better off. I mean, yeah, I would probably say yes. Okay, and at what point is there a kind of situation with probiotics, like obviously if you're on antibiotics, people are much more vigilant about taking probiotics, particularly women and girls. But is there a time, like, is it the kind of thing where compliance needs to be like you get your gut used to taking a probiotic and this is something you're supposed to do every day. And then you respond better to the challenges that we get in our gut that are the sort of the the things that would fight what the probiotic is trying to do? Or is it again, like know yourself, do it as often as you can and figure out, you know, times that are more important than other times? Yeah. So I would argue that it's hard to find anybody out there that shouldn't be taking a spore-based probiotic. And the reason I say that is because like I just explained, you know, our ancestors had these spores on a regular basis. It's how we evolved as humans to be getting these spores. Like if we went to a Papua New Guinea tribe that ate off the land, they wouldn't need our product. You know, they'd be eating off the land and they would be getting these spores on a regular basis. So I would say, you know, everyone, I mean, I would, I would argue that most people should be taking it because we know the gut is responsible for all of our health. We also know that we, our gut is being attacked on a daily basis from antibiotics that we take, antibiotics that are in our meat products, glyphosate, which is the active ingredient Roundup, which is being sprayed all over our food supply, our produce, is very detrimental to our gut health. Stress is detrimental to our gut health. All the antibacterial soaps and hand sanitizers that we're putting on us are killing off of our bacteria that's so critically important for us. We have we live now in a society where we are so focused on killing bacteria and really less than 1% of bacteria is actually harmful. The bacteria is actually incredibly beneficial. I mean, if not like critical for our overall health. And so I think it's super important that we are focusing on maintaining our health by consuming a probiotic on a regular basis. And, you know, even sometimes if people are dealing with an acute situation, maybe they want to start going to the bathroom more regularly, or they have some gas or bloating, whatever it might be, Certainly, you could start taking it. And if you want to go to a maintenance dose, maybe one every other day or one every third day, that would be perfectly fine. But I think because our gut is being attacked, because, you know, and because our gut is responsible for our overall health, 
it's so critical to be taking it on a daily basis or on a regular basis. Okay. I mean, I definitely feel like probiotics are a check. What are the things that we do in our day to day that compromise our gut health? Like what is, what are the things that are going to counteract the probiotic? Yeah. You know, what's so funny. The most basic thing is eating. Eating is very, it's very disruptive to our gut lining. Now, of course we have to eat, so I would never suggest not eating, but you know, we, but it's, it's also the foods we're eating. I mean, we're even as clean as we, we're faced with processed foods. We're faced with these, you know, types of things all the time, cleaning products that we're using around the house. There was a, a study that came out that people who use cleaning products that say kills 99.99% of the bacteria actually have children with a higher incidence of allergies and autoimmune issues. So we're doing ourselves a disservice by cleaning so vigilantly. But really the biggest offenders are the antibiotics in our food and the antibiotics that we take and all of that Roundup that's being you know, sprayed all over our produce. And then of course, stress. Stress is such a huge offender to our gut health. And people for so long were like, that doesn't make sense. But when you think about it, the gut and the brain are so connected. You know, we have something called the vagus nerve that connects the gut and the brain. And if you think about it, you know, you, you're excited about something, what happens? You get butterflies in your stomach. You know, that's your brain sending signals to your gut. And then, you know, then also the opposite is true. The gut sends signals back up to your brain or we have, we're you know, nervous about something, then you have to go to the bathroom. So, you know, it's, it's really, really important that we recognize that so many offenders, this world we're living, the toxic air we're breathing is so offensive to our gut health. And, and yet, if our gut is not healthy, we're not absorbing nutrients. So we could be taking vitamin D and vitamin C, which I think are super important supplements or nutrients to be consuming. But if our gut is inflamed, it really has difficulty absorbing those nutrients. So our gut is the master absorber, and we need to make sure that we are making it as healthy as possible so it could absorb those nutrients. And, and we have to remember our immune system. I mean, 80% of our immune system is found in our gut. So we want to be focusing on our gut health, you know, first and foremost when it comes to our health. Okay. And you have a new product that you're launching that deals with brain health. Can you just dive right into that? Yes, absolutely. We are launching a product called Focus and Memory. And this is because we know there's this gut-brain connection. We are trying to do everything to support our brain health as well as our gut health. We know just our gut alone, focusing on your gut alone. It, your serotonin, all your all these neurotransmitters are being produced in your gut. So serotonin, which is our happy hormone, ninety percent of it's being produced in our gut. GABA is being produced in our gut, which is our calming hope hormone. Dopamine is being produced in our gut. So we know the gut, you know, the, the probiotic alone is super helpful with that. But we launched this focus and memory product. It's called Jute Focus and Memory. Just Thrive Jute Focus and Memory. And we, it was a very thought out formulation where we include acetylcholine, Cognitique, which is focusing on is a coffee fruit extract, really helpful as far as for concentration, memory, acetylcholine, same thing. We have vitamin D in there. We've got vitamin, a little bit of vitamin B12 in there. Really, really thought out formulation. And we're really excited that that's launching like any day now. And what for you? What do you take on a daily basis? What are you given all of this? Like, how do you feel about supplements? What do you take every day? What do you feel like you take that all women should be taking? Do you feel like it changes with time of life, et cetera? Yeah. Okay. So this might take a while, but no, I do take a lot. I'm a believer in supplements because I think that we 
our soil is deplete of nutrients. It's been over-farmed. We just aren't getting the same nutrients. Our food supply is so much worse than it used to be given the glyphosate that's sprayed everywhere. So I do take a lot of supplements. I take our probiotic. I take our prebiotic. I take our IgG product, which is an immunoglobulin product. And then I take our Just Calm product because I'm a busy entrepreneur, mother of three. I, that is, it's a psychobiotic strain that's really exciting. And then on, for our products that I don't, that are not ours, I take CoQ10, I take Such fish oil. Yes, CoQ10, fish oil, creatine. I just actually, in the last month or so, started implementing creatine, just the research on that with brain health. And, and just at my age, you know, want to lift weights and get strong as I age. I take a sulforaphane supplement called broccoli, which is great for inflammation. I know that's exciting. You'll have to get the founder of broccoli on. He's incredibly smart. (laughs) But um, it's a sulforaphane. It's it's like from broccoli sprouts. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of research on broccoli sprouts being super helpful for inflammation. And so he was able to encapsulate that. So that's exciting. Trying to think of what else I take. It sounds like you're compliant. (laughs) Like I have... I I think probiotics and the exact supplements you're talking about for brain health that you that are not just thrive but are very important are like the two sort of branches of supplements that I for sure buy into and 100% try to take every day but I'm very bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's I'm okay. Give yourself Yes. I mean, you know, give yourself grace. It's like, try to, you know, do better than you did yesterday. That's all you could ask for. And, and you seem to be functioning perfectly fine without them. So just go slowly and just try to, I don't know. I just feel like it's great insurance. I mean, I look at it as like, I just, I know, I know that it's important that we're supporting our health on a regular basis. And it's, I mean, your health is your wealth. I mean, what else do you need? What else, if you don't have your health, I mean, what do you have? So I just am taking hand this into my own hands. Love all of that. One last question. Can you explain prebiotics? Because <laughs> yes, I take probiotics, yes. but I don't take prebiotics. Okay. So probiotics, think of that. Like if you envision a garden and the garden has been stepped on and trampled on and there's weeds growing all over the garden, you need a gardener in there to like help get rid of the overgrowth of weeds and help bring those plants that have been stepped on and trampled on, come back to life. And you kind of compare that to your gut. You know, you've got good bacteria and bad bacteria in your gut, and you need somebody to go in there and recondition that gut. So think of the probiotic as the gardener. It's the gardener, it's going in there, the probiotic's going into your intestines. It's helping get rid of that overgrowth of bad bacteria and helping bring the good bacteria back to life. So that's really, really important. That starts to create some diversity in the microbiome, and that's awesome. But now what, why we need a prebiotic is the prebiotic goes in there and feeds the beneficial bacteria in the gut. So it's feed, it's like the fertilizer in the garden. It's going in and feeding the good plants. The problem with a lot of prebiotics on the market and why it took a while for us to actually launch one is that a lot of these prebiotics have difficulty distinguishing between feeding the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. So it goes in and feeds the weeds in the garden. And so ours actually, we called it a precision prebiotic because it only targets the beneficial bacteria. And why a prebiotic is so important and why I hope you will introduce it to your routine is it is creating so much diversity in your microbiome. So it's going in and feeding your good bacteria and it's just creating this diverse, lush microbiome. And that is 
health. I mean, when you, there's, it is undisputed that if you have a healthy, diverse, I mean, if you have a diverse microbiome, totally. you have health, you have health. That's what it is. And that's between the probiotic, the spore-based probiotic, and then adding the prebiotic, you have this incredibly diverse microbiome. And it's, it's no, so I, exciting. That I am sold on that because now that you mention it again, back all those years ago at Aspen Ideas, part of the conversation was also maybe this was a separate one, was that the diversity of your biome is so important. So when you get into this attitude, even about food, where you're like, I don't eat the following and you list like a thousand different things, it's actually not good. I mean, we're not talking about like, I don't eat corn syrup or I don't eat, you know, things that are just bad for you, full stop. But it was that if you say like, I'm vegan, I'm, you know, I've cut out all these different kinds of foods that actually that's not good because you want diversity. And I'm so excited to know that there's like a possibility for a supplement that helps with that microbiome diversity. Cause truly it was like the research is nascent. We don't know everything that we need to know, but we do know that we need a diverse microbiome and we need to have these probiotics and prebiotics and we need brain health. And then, yeah, what else do you need? <laughs> yeah, but that's, it's so easy. But I'm glad you brought that up about the diversity because I'm always preaching, like, you know, go eat a diverse group of foods. You know, we're so caught up in like carnivore, we paleo, get so rigid. vegan. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, I'm like, eat lots of different kinds of roots and tubers and totally. vegetables and try to, that helps diversity as well as a prebiotic. Great. I, I, I think it's great when you can operationalize sort of like, Things that we are starting to realize are very, very true, but you might not know exactly how to live that life. And frankly, like if you're a busy mom, for example, of three and working, this is this, as you said, it's kind of like a guarantee that you're getting those things because it's really hard. It's really hard in this day and age to get all of that in and to make sure that it's coming from good sources and I'm in, I'm sold. I'm getting it. I'm getting, oh. actually I have it. I just wasn't taking it. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well now you're going to be, you know, you're going to do better today than you did yesterday. That's all yeah. you could ask. Thank you so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.